Hello and welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name is Dominic Mercurio and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. And our guest this evening is Dylan Gallagher of the band Vapera Wolf. You may recognize him. Uh, Hello, you. Listen to some other episodes. Yeah, you might, and you might also recognize that same joke as the introduction. <laughs> did I? I was just going to say. Did oh, yeah. oh no, that's just what I say though. Oh, that's fine. Wait, okay. how, how do you always? Do you just say werewolf? I do. Yeah. Okay, that's. Good. I'm sorry. And nobody because I, I was just wondering that myself if that was a joke or if it was the real. No, thing. no. <laughs> it's like a half. Either. It's you know. It's like I could say werewolf. Yeah. I just I I actually do save a werewolf to it's people. It's kind of fun. Beyond you, that's like probably that. for the best. I think. Yeah. Because the average person who I like introduce myself, I'm getting such deja vu. I feel like I've probably said this <laughs> all. This information has already reached the ears of everyone in your audience. Now you know it's how fine. I feel about every podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, Laura, Laura oh, like I talked about her like wedding like eight times. times. Like, Actually, I never really gave you guys any real details, but it's fine. I never had an episode where I fully went into it, but werewolf. Okay. Let's talk. Werewolf. <laughs> yeah. But I have mentioned it. Anyways, of the band Werewolf. Sorry, excuse me. No, I think it's the whole point of the spelling is to make people think like, what oh, is that? Wait, what is that? Exactly. That's why I say Vavervable. Right? It's kind of like. Because they're like, excuse me, what? It's to make people think. doubt themselves, yeah. doubt mm-hmm. reality, mm-hmm. Um, you know, question power structures. Yeah. No doubt. No. Also, art no is meant to um, provoke. Provoke also to uh, disturb provoke. the comfortable. Wait, provoke or provoke? And comfort the disturbed. Provoke. Janks. It's kind of like dive or dive or dive. Don't mm-hmm. even get me. Oh, I, never mind. What we are actually here to discuss is it, the 2017 film based on Stephen King's novel. Which is also IT, spelled I T T Tech. Yeah, I T T Tech Tech Line One Eight Hundred I T. I was lost for a moment. Thank you so much for clearing mm-hmm. that up. I'm here to guide people. Now it okay. was also a miniseries, which you could have potentially seen back in 1990, I believe. Um, but this is the first feature film of it, based okay. on Stephen King's novel. I'm learning um, things here. It is directed is by uh, Andy Mush Mushietti. Muschietti. Bruschetta, prosciutto, muschetti. Machete. Machete, much machete like kills. that one movie, wasn't there? That? Yeah. yeah, machete kills. Anyways, we will be discussing uh, it in a little bit. Um, but first, we're just going to talk about some other things. Yeah. Dylan, what have you been up to, though? What have I been up to? Yeah. Um, You've brought um, a gift for us. Yes, this here that I have in front of me um, is a bottle of a liqueur that mysteriously materialized in my parents' home. Uh-huh. I went home to visit them recently and I saw this <laughs> in their wet from bar. your parents' home? <laughs> I correct. thought you guys stopped at like some random liquor store oh, down no. on like International no. and Second. I, th- I think I really, um, shit, I really gave away something about myself now. I was going to try and pass this off as a gift for your uh-huh. hospitality. No, I'm fine. Um, I'll take parents. a gift from International and Second. I'm down. Instead, you get something I got for free from my parents' it's bar. It's an emerald bottle. Now, okay? it's I like know the return to Oz or something. It What's is, it called? I would call it an iridescent turquoise. It's mm. called hypnotic. Wait, and that are you sure is, it's not hypnotique? <laughs> it could be hypnotique. Based just on to the way it's spelled. be clear for anybody who can't see it, that is that is spelled H P N O T I Q. Hold on. Did you knowing that you were gonna be on this podcast, you immediately drove to your parents' house and was like, What can I bring as a gift? I wanna get some alcohol here. <laughs> no, so you I went was, to their wet bar and like, what can I take? I didn't even go looking for this. It fell mm-hmm. into my lap. Okay, so you're saying you did not go out of your way to get a present for No, us. I didn't. And I in would fact get. I'm admit I'm going out on a limb admitting this to you. <laughs> I was at their house and it dawned on me, Oh my I'm gonna be on the podcast. I don't have anything in I have my no hands. Gifts to I have nothing. What, I have nothing. What on God's green earth am I going? to do because like last time you dependably provided a bounty of <laughs> snacks and wine bounty um, bountiful is what mm-hmm. we are and likewise from god's green earth thou hast plucked <laughs> plucked god's <laughs> green liquor <laughs> I have god's bluish green, wine. green i would say turquoise i would from call god, it an emerald from god's turquoise earth that's a true emerald in my opinion mm. far from that I would say that this has been plucked from nothing that came from Earth. <laughs> it is a natural. It is a color that doesn't occur in nature. It's kind of like this, like um, glow in the dark, like turquoise. Mm. Kind of got that oobleck look. To be honest, the color is a really a turning me on. Like I, 
that color to me makes it seem like it's going to be good. It kind of looks like a mint julep from Disneyland. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I myself am rock hard. <laughs> I mean, it's not as bright green as the mint juleps that you might find at the uh, you know New Orleans Square in Disneyland, but it's close. Had those. Okay, cheers. Cheers. All right, here we go. All right, hypnotique. Oh. Oh. Oh, actually, sweet. it's, it's kind of sweet, but it's not too sweet. This is basically is fruit juice. <laughs> wow. This hypnotic is really. Um, it's basically like a fruit juice with a bitter edge. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, very citrusy. It's very much the way like somebody might feel when they're purchasing this like sweet, but with a bitter Ooh, edge. It kind of reminds me of those popsicles. What are those called? Otter pops. Or yes. are they Otter Pops? Oh yeah, it does taste like an Otter Pop. Doesn't it kind of taste like an Otter Pop? It's like kind of like when you, when you buy like a really big slushy and then <laughs> yeah. you don't drink the whole thing yes. and you get like a reservoir of just like melted slushy at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Or this just is like, that. it's like a little bit of the syrup, but then mostly ice. Well, thank you so much, Dylan, for bringing such a fine uh, specimen for us all to observe and, and taste and no. really get into all of our senses. I love the sample. What have you been up to, Laura? <laughs> <laughs> well... I've been, you know, I did just recently go through an entire packet of wet ones in my car recently. Oh, because you made a poop? No, no, no. Oh, okay. You're obviously not aware of the many uses for wet wipes. Or, no. Well, actually, they're called wet ones. Well, you could wipe poop and you could wipe your butt. You know you what? I do not think use I'm a wet one to wipe poop. You know what? I got to bring something to the table here. What? My house ran out of toilet paper this Morning. Oh my god. Which As I was not aware Laura of. Laura lunges for another sip of <laughs> hypnotic before we can finish. <laughs> She's like, this I need one. a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take these stories without a drink. Uh and I had but two options because I took a poop without properly looking mm. for the um utensils that I could use afterward. And so I I took this poop and then here I was left with but two options. There was a wet wipe and there was a paper towel. Both are great, paper towel. honestly. They're I both went for paper towel is Wait, what I say. Why would you choose? Use both. Start with the wet one and then move on to the paper towel for drying your, you know, for mm. completing it. Well, it actually wasn't too splattered. I think so. you're fine. Like, I the think that if you have solved. both of those options, you're doing good. And then mm. you go take that shirt from your closet that is the same one that I have. <laughs> you cut it into strips so that there's no longer t copies of it. Yeah. And, and then send it, it to you because you would need it because I want you to do that with yours first. Oh my so God, this is so funny. But I have toilet paper, so I don't need mm -hmm. to cut mine into strips. Me and Dylan both had the, have the same shirt and we discovered this by, we had met for, we were seeing another movie. We went or? to see Baby Driver. Oh, we went to see Baby yeah. Driver. That's right. Um, so we met to go see that movie and I show up in the shirt that I just had recently got and Dylan's like, I have that same shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Describe the shirt already. From Wicked Clothes. Clothing, clothes. Mm -hmm. Wicked Clothes. We're going to be a fucking Wicked clothes right now. Yeah. Um, so that's an ad that has been finding its way onto everybody's it's Facebook, so true it because, seems. Yeah. And here yeah. I was thinking I was so special. I, I went on the website and it was like, it's Black Friday. Get 20% uh -huh. off. Um, spoiler alert. It's been telling me every day since, every day of the week, mm -hmm. that it's Black Friday. Mm -hmm. um, I don't feel special anymore. No. Also, because I saw Dominic when we went to see Baby Driver wearing... The precise shirt that I had oh ordered two days earlier. Yeah. And how does it look? It looks great. It looks what great. Is the, like, what's the design? That's why we, all, that's what, why we fell for their fucking tricks, Laura. Wait, can you describe we, the design? Yeah, they're kind of like these 70s ringer shirts. Mm -hmm. So like a You've red a red neck, a red uh, cuff. Um, and then a very colorful oh, gotcha. Like a PE shirt. Yeah, very whimsical pictures. So it's like... Oh, gotcha. Um, it's like like a little children's like how to. Oh, I know. Like 80s, I know the one. You have. Wait, what's yeah. the one that you have that this has on it? Yeah, that's the one that we're talking about. What's uh, it called? What's the word? Let's, let's summon demons. Let's on summon it. demons. Yeah. Right. I remember. So more importantly, when I, when we made this discovery that we had the same shirt, it was more like we just both discovered something about each other, which is that we both fall for online ads. Of yeah. Hey, shirts that we all look do. like Instagram posts or something. No, I recently we're, we're bought. We're total suckers, and that's I, what we found out about each other. I totally just purchased an online advertised <laughs> product myself. It's called Veer and it's a very high quality. Well, I don't even high know quality? how high quality it is, but their whole like video promotion for it, I was sold on. Mm -hmm. It was like an HD. Um, <laughs> you're not going to care about this, but no, it was I an care. HD foundation makeup used to like recontour your face, basically. Re so like well, you put your eye lower and you can No, but <laughs> you can, it like the way the girl was putting, painting it on her face, it was just like, 
it was like a second skin. Oh my God. It just like got rid of like her dark circles under. I mean, I have a problem oh on camera with dark circles under my eyes. And maybe you haven't noticed, but I've actually, th you know about it. Cause I always tell you I do know. when we're I shooting know. stuff, I'm like, You're get like, rid we of need a low light. We yeah, need a we need low a light, light coming from below. I need those You're circles like, Matt, gotten rid of. Matt Dominic's not listening to me. We need a low light. We <laughs> gotta get true. a low light up in here. I know what I need now on camera, but <laughs> uh -huh. in addition to that, that, I'm going to use this Veer product on the prod on the commercial. <laughs> Dylan is a stunned face over here. I'm just tucking right into this hypnotic <laughs> and sitting back. I can just tell you, I've learned from the years yeah. what I need. Uh -huh. And so does it work or what? It actually works. Oh my god. It's crazy. You like So put, we're sponsored by you, Well, you literally beer. take a dot a dot mm -hmm. of the stuff. And it turns into skin. Mm -hmm. Beer, contact <laughs> us. Um, we'll do this every week if anyway. you want. And Wicked Clothes. Yeah, yeah, Wicked yeah, Clothes. Contact us. We will do this every week. All Hit I'm us saying up. is I saw the commercial and I thought, I want to try that. I got it. And I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? You were talking about Veer, the no, product that, that allows you to be you. <laughs> and and you what's know what? that you were saying? Great. Oh, hold on. Let me take this call really quickly. Hi. This is the CEO of Veer Cosmetics. <laughs> I'm in a can, meeting right now. Let's touch I, base in 20. Wait, can I get the Lori, product? you're looking great today. What, what did you do different? <laughs> I just used beer. <laughs> oh, beer? Wait, is that that product that I saw advertised to me online? It seems so affordable, but does it really work? It works and is affordable. You might not believe it because it's so low cost. And so low profile. But it looks so good. You'll and believe it once you put it on. Veer, veer, veer. <laughs> Vivir <laughs> Oh, change the name. Call your agents. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hypnotic. I think you just bought yourself an ad <laughs> or something like that. Hypnotic is doing I the trick. I think that you just got your first licensing. Game. I think I did. Maybe your second one. <laughs> the check is in the mail. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. You're welcome, Beer. Okay. It all started with me. Um, it all started with her. Wait, but what was I trying to tell you? What was I talking about before? I forgot. Darn well, it. we probably should get to it. Anyways. Okay. Oh, I'm wait, sorry. but I will say I've been cooking up a lot of oh, fun yeah. storms okay. in my kitchen lately. Yesterday I had, I was, I don't know what it was, but a French inspiration overcame me and I just decided to make a huge three course French dinner for me and Anton. Oh my God. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> wow. And it was great. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. It was like a full fledged, like Southern French inspired sort of great. Dream, well, you, you know, will. thanks for inviting me. Um, all right. So it. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me. I need to top off my hypnotic. It's really growing on me, you guys. <laughs> Actually, I'll take a little splish. Splash. These, oh, see, Thank you so much. In these past five minutes. It's yes, really yes, made it so to my heart. You're welcome. Um, so it. <clears throat> 2017 horror film again uh oh and i may have said written and directed earlier i actually just mean directed just directed by anbeli muschietti um Muschietti. written by actually a few people um and this is his second film his first being um what is it mama 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 um so but this is i would definitely mama? say his first major film uh on a much higher caliber or wait you saw mama i did what did you think of mama actually I, real quick you know I didn't hate it. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't seen it again, so take what you will from that information. I thought it was fine. Um, definitely did not think that it was scary because the titular mama was super duper um, computer generated, uh, which yeah. to me, actually well, she looked an awful lot yeah. like one of the monsters in the movie that we saw tonight, which I won't yes. spoil anything, but there's like the kind of like uh -huh. a like a skinny faced kind woman yeah, yeah. and her. she looks just like that and to me i was just like i'm not Dying. i don't feel scared mm -hmm. um, yeah well as that's uh sounds familiar but oh my god could i just tell you a quick uh -huh. aside about yeah. mama i don't want to take up like, no no go ahead but, okay <laughs> so i went to see mama in theaters oh okay um, yeah, because I think there was like a horror movie drought at that time, so I was just so excited to see that coming to theaters. And when I knew did that, that come out? 2011, I think. Okay. And I knew Guillermo del Toro it's produced it. Uh -huh. And this was like fresh off of Pan's Labyrinth. So I was like, this is going to be fucking incredible. Right. Did you um, like Pan's Labyrinth? I loved it. Okay. I loved it. Um, did, we, did you? Oh, sorry. We'll just, yeah. I don't, <laughs> we can't touch that. We can't right sidetrack now. a sidetrack um, right now. Yeah, right. Um, so I went to see this in theaters with my friend. And. I don't know why, because it was just Mama, um, but it was a Friday night, so maybe that explains it. When we got there, there was like 
a velvet rope um, cordoning off the section that we were supposed to wait in to enter the theater to Mama. Like, they weren't even admitting us yet. Um, And I was like, okay, well, I wasn't expecting this, but that's that's fine. I guess maybe it's, like, really good. Maybe a lot of people are seeing it. Mm -hmm. There were... Two women in front of us in this line. Two uh, women, another movie. Actually, three women, but yeah. go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, Again, it's a sidetrack from a sidetrack. We got to stay on this course. Here. And this was it. Hey, it I'm was just, just these I'm two just women. I'm just here. And at one point, the usher um, came out and he had to redirect where the velvet rope was because mm. I guess it was blocking in another the door. The velvet rope. And by this point, a couple like of. the velvet room. Sorry. Couple, go ahead. You guys are fucking ruining this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> by this point, a couple of other people had joined the line. Um, and so when he went to redirect Drawing the velvet the rope, <laughs> I, was thinking that. I was thinking that I was I'm thinking sorry. that. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We're, we're on this. We're on no. this. We're, we're going, okay. we're, 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 we're in this car. We're in this car. Do we remember where we are? <laughs> yes. the, just the, the line is drawn. The line is drawn. So he's redirecting. I want the record to show that this story would have been a lot shorter. It's not my fault. Um, <laughs> So he redirects the velvet rope and some other people start walking over. The two women who had been standing in front of us uh-huh. promptly rushed to get in front of the other people who started moving faster than they did mm-hmm. and kind of like slid under the velvet rope and turned back to all the other people. And they kind of did like this triumphant, like all the chest people. pound, like come at me gesture. And they're like, we've been waiting here for hours. What? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my what? And, and like nobody, everyone was like, that's fine, but it's it's just Mama. Yeah. Like, wait, wait. No, nobody cares. Where was this? Um, this was at. In, was it in San Francisco? It was in Pleasanton of oh, all places. Well, there you go. Dublin, Dublin, Dublin. Yes, I Dublin. Okay. Ah, Dublin. Yeah. Well, that explains it. Yeah. Well, boom. There you have it. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. So, you liked Mama. It it was fine. Mm. I didn't like it. It was okay. <laughs> I'm really dancing around here. This is hypnotic. Um, <laughs> don't know where that pronunciation came from. Hypnotic. Mm, I like it. I um, like it. Hypnotic. I like it. Sort of a Russian. Hypnotic. 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 Hip. I want hip, but no dick. Give me hip. No <laughs> dick. Give me hip. No dick. No dick. <laughs> Show me hip. No dick. <laughs> Anyways, Dylan, what did you think of it? Oh, you know what? (laughs) Like, okay. I thought, I thought it was a blast. Bless. I had from the past such great fun watching this movie. I I thought it was a gas. Uh I thought the children actors were delightful. Uh Um, look, I mean, like, were the CGI monsters a little silly? Yes. And <laughs> like, were there some tough acting moments? Absolutely. Uh-huh. And like, were there a lot of parts of the movies that definitely took cues from like the Hollywood handbook for like all possible cliches? A hundred percent. I loved it. I loved you lo- it. Wait, you loved I it. had a great time. So beyond just a great time, you loved it. I loved it. Did I think it was like a good movie? No, I loved it. <laughs> but you okay. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, I think that sorts it out for me. Not good movie that you loved. Fun time. Fun time. Very fun. No good. It was like an R-rated Great. Goonies. Wait, but yeah. was it a good time? Good. T- oh, no. Hey. <laughs> Not so much, though. Laura, what did you think? I mean, I'm pretty much in uh, in line with what um, what Dylan is saying. I The one thing... Okay, like when we first started watching this mm. movie, I guess we won't talk about spoilers. So no, yeah, overall... Oh, I should have said yeah, that. It we was, won't talk about spoilers in, until a certain point, and then we will make it clear that we will get into spoilers. Go ahead. I think that with regard to like the cliches and stuff like that, that it was fully aware of like the references that it was making. And like in that respect, I was totally okay with it. You know what I mean? Like it, it used every trick in the book for horror film, horror cinema, and yet it worked. (laughs) Like I actually was scared, you know what I mean? And I Mm. was stressed out. And that's where for me, I started to, I wasn't, I can't say I had a great time because I think I just don't like being scared anymore. Mm-hmm. So you felt like this crazy. was a scary movie. It was kind of no. I mean, it was scary in all the typical ways that a horror movie can be scary. You know, mm-hmm. you're on the edges of your seat. You know, the person is doing the thing that they are obviously not supposed to do constantly, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just like, no, don't. Why are you doing that? And you're feeling stressed out. And you're like, all right, just let this moment pass so I can feel okay about this person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was feeling a lot of that 
but in that sense it was very effective and it was it was a lot of fun if you like a you know a good fun classic horror movie you know when i when the movie first started i thought that i was actually going to be kind of into the visuals you know but then as it progressed i started feeling less connected to the visuals but actually in the beginning like the first i would say 30 minutes i was like okay like maybe even though we'll get to spoilers in a bit but like we'll talk about that but i mean i thought that the actors were pretty fun but you know there's also this real kind of like See, while they're like homaging all these, I think, classic horror situations, the characters themselves were like, I don't know if it was deliberately trying to homage or if it was just a straight up excess Hollywood copycat situation where like these characters are all trying to be like characters we've seen in better movies from the 80s. I mean, like it seemed like the kid with the glasses was directly trying to like emulate mm. you know like a Corey feldman situation you know we have this loud mouth glasses kid and then there's like the kind of like sensitive skinny kind of cute kid and it was just like all of these characters were just like the characters from from stand by me but like not as hot <laughs> oh <laughs> look that took when a I, turn <laughs> when i was like a kid, 12 13 uh, yeah okay i was 12 13 when i first saw stand by me and i was really into them uh-huh well, I had a huge crush on Will Wheaton growing up. Yeah, I guess if you can say that that's like a, a problem. <laughs> I didn't want to fuck any of these kids. So I didn't say I wanted to fuck them. I just wanted to maybe kiss them gently in a wood like at the sunset golden hour. <laughs> I will when say When I this, was 12. And as much of like a, a paternal <laughs> voice as I can muster being 24 years old, like these kids were the most fuckable. D- they, oh damn! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that wasn't the word you were gonna say. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I thought we were on the same page. There. Woo! No. Um, what a rush. Um, <laughs> no, I was gonna say these are like the most darling, like young actors. I like wanted to hug all of them. They were so cute. Okay, wow. and they were so talented. Mm-hmm. Most of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I thought they were better. I I actually enjoyed this cast more than the cast of. Um, shopper. No, no, well, yeah, no. I enjoyed this cast much more than I enjoyed the cast of Stranger, uh, Things. Stranger Things, which really? that main kid was from. But I just there was something a little bit like trying about it for me. It wasn't quite hitting the nail on the head. You know what mm. I mean? Like, like certain casts of movies can do. Mm-hmm. This one just still felt like it was like it was like a step away from being full on for me. Mm-hmm. Full on makeout sesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? What do you think? What did I think of Stranger Things season two? I thought that this movie was eh. Okay. I thought it was so... Wait, was it like eh? Or was eh. it like eh? <laughs> mm, the former. The former, I think. Yeah. <laughs> was it like that? Mm. Ooh. Come down into the sewer, Jimmy. Oh, you mean like... <laughs> yeah, oh. Wait, what does he do? Yeah. Yeah, that that was it. That was it. That was or was it more like a? Hey, I think you you have to start off with kind of like a shriek, like hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was a witch. Um, you should be an actor. I swear, <laughs> you're very good. You guys, it's Dude, funny you should say that. Or? I prepared a monologue. You did not. Oh, I will God. be speaking for the role of <laughs> Jimmy. Really? He's closing his eyes. He's getting into character. He is thinking deeply, and three. He approaches the mic. Two. One, take your time. Action. No pressure. They always said you weren't my father. I didn't believe it. I think the truth is I didn't want to. Scene. (laughs) Dylan, that was... I'm crying. Can I I try? I want to do it too. Okay. Wait, wait. You just wrote that? Or like... (laughs) I conjured that... From the very depths of okay, my Okay, I'm going to try this. I'm okay, trying yeah, breathe, this. Breathe if you need to. You can take a moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just whenever you're ready. Don't, don't. They always said you were my father, but I didn't believe them. I just never wanted to believe them. How could you do this to me, Dad? How? I'll never forget. Never. Never. Scene. 
Wow. That was fucking powerful. I am feeling my heart pumping right now. Your your <laughs> Oscar in is it. in the mail. Oh. Why? Wait, did I don't that seem know. good? I don't know. It I don't did. think they mail them either. <laughs> I don't think they mail them. You know what? It's a special occasion. Wait, do you want to do another scene? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. What's my... Yeah, no, okay. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Give um, me um, give me a, something to work off of, like yeah. a, okay. a word or a, a All place. Right. Red. Mm. <laughs> Red. You know, take. I time. wish you guys he, could see Dylan right now. He, he's very, he's, he's, he's concentrated, he's, he's focused. No, this is a. Deep, and you know what else? He's committed. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> he's committed. Yeah. Oh, I think he's approaching the mic actually. When you left, I had just one thing of yours. I never told you. I never told anybody. But what I had. So stupid. (laughs) In my car. Every time, every time I turned it on, it would be that that same Taylor Swift CD. (laughs) Red from 2012. And all I could think about was that. Summer. Mm-hmm. Scene. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, oh, man. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe that whole I time. I loved how you just did oh. scene and you were out of it, but yeah. you were so in it. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, wow. Oh, my God. No, and you know what else I liked? Shaking. I really liked like it. It's like me I was too. there. Yeah, For me, there. the moment, the pinnacle moment was when you said summer. <laughs> not kidding. I'm not kidding. There was a, an inflection to that, a sort of nuance that was real. Uh-huh. It had to feel like I could hardly get it out. <laughs> that's what it felt like. Because in that moment, that's how I felt. It took everything I had. It really I had did. to, in the words of Brie Larson, I broke myself in half for that role. <laughs> Dylan, that, that was, was of course powerful. Yeah. I'm so was, glad that you're here tonight. Of to, course, that quote sure. was in reference to King Kong or Kong Skull Island. Kong <laughs> no, Skull really? Island I didn't, didn't see that. it. No, it was not. It, it was in reference to Room, actually. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what, the only Room thing the, I've known that she was in. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. The recent one, like two years ago or whatever? Uh, recent. Yeah. Okay. I, just I mean, if you want me to do another one, I will, but we don't have to. <laughs> Twist my fucking arm. <laughs> All right, one more, one more, then we should probably right. get back to it. Give me some, like, you know, some, give you some fodder meat. here. Uh-huh. Or give me, like, a, something. Farm. Donna. <laughs> what the hell are you doing, Donna? I told you to shear the sheep. I did not want you milking the cows right now. I already milked them earlier this morning, you bitch. Get your fucking ass back in there, god damn it, before I whip your hide. Those sheep are ready to be sheared. They've been sweating all fucking night long. God damn it, Dinah. How many times do I have to fucking tell you before you get your face torn off. <laughs> I will not have you disrespecting me in this household. Do you understand me, Dinah? You want to keep living here, you better pave your way. <laughs> Scene. Wow, wow. wow powerful, 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 powerful. I inhaled my powerful. hypnotic the second that you said, Dinah! Dinah! <laughs> It was uh, the direction <laughs> that you should go, but I was, still wasn't expecting it. It's I so wasn't strange. either. I just so let strange. it channel yeah. through me. I was no, just, yeah. wow. I was merely a vessel. You know what I mean? Oh my it's powerful. God. We're all crying here. Dylan's We're crying. all crying here in the to- Totally Tell Me Studios. <laughs> it's like crying mixed with like the sweat under my eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's a warm studio I felt tonight. that I was it's on the receiving night. end oh of that God. confrontation. Uh-huh. That was yeah. so fun. I want to do more of it. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to on this episode, but you know what? We'll bring it. It's a, this it's is a, an idea. It's a reoccurring. It's a reoccurring. This uh, is gonna segment. go. This is it's going somewhere. <laughs> wow! In any event, Back that was a movie. beautiful left turn. Yeah, I loved it. But I loved do believe. It. That Thank you for starting something. Um, <laughs> the so, new segment. We'll name it after Dylan. Much like Michael Jackson. Right. We're gonna just call it Dylan's I segment. I do want to be starting <laughs> Dylan's something. Dylan's corner. Dylan's okay. corner. Dylan's corner. Oh. The new movie by Michael Stipe. Right. <laughs> In theaters now. <laughs> 
in theaters now or soon or maybe never. <laughs> so it. So you hated it. Uh, no, no, no. I didn't hate it, actually. I do think that there was some good things in this movie. It's funny that you say that you were kind of into the look of the thir- first 30 minutes. Not only was I more into the look of the first 30 minutes, I was just more into the... I actually thought I was going to really like this movie in the first 30 minutes. Because I was having like a great time. Probably, It sounds like how I was feeling in the first 30, 45 minutes of this movie was how you kind of felt about the whole thing, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it started really strong. I liked the look of the clown even. Uh, minus until... Uh, basically what I'm talking about is the opening scene. I don't know. This isn't really like a spoiler. If you've seen the trailer, you've seen this scene, but he's in the sewer grater, uh, storm drain. drain. Um, I liked that scene a lot. I thought that was really effective and I thought it was like scary, but also kind of like in a fun way. And it was like exciting and just, there was some, a vibe about the beginning of the movie that I was really into, but then it just kind of like, it got to this degree that it just, no longer became scary to me at all. Like I was just, the scary scenes were like actually almost grating to me. I mean, it was like frustrating because I felt like they're making really dumb decisions. And I just kind of felt like while they were visually fun, it, the visuals stayed cool the whole time. I thought visually the movie was cool. Minus all the CG Not shit. For me. <laughs> Minus well, yeah, the but CG Yeah, the CG shit. was like a huge part of it. Um, sometimes, but the sets well, I thought no, were really cool. No, the set designs mm-hmm. were cool for yeah, sure. So I guess more specifically, I mean the set design and the cinematography I thought was but good. But like the what could have been like the ice cream in in the yes. cake, <laughs> yes, was like the a huge and, fucking disappointment. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. I totally the CG agree. CG monsters like, were a real letdown. It's like real nobody letdown. wants to see a CG mm-hmm. fucking anything. And it, it yeah. eliminates the scares. It eliminates them. And when those are those kinds of monsters easily could have been done with human oh, actors. Totally. And I mean, makeup. That's yes. what's crazy to me is like one of them. Oh well, this is a spoiler, I guess. So well, I'm, maybe let's just let's just get into spoilers. I think you kind of get a sense of how we're all feeling about the movie. Okay. If you have seen it, uh, keep on cruising. But if you have it and you care about spoilers, now would be the time to turn off the podcast. Yeah. So what yeah. do you want to say? So like two of the monsters, and I'll probably think of another one, two of the monsters were so, they were people. Human-like, Like yeah. there was exactly. a There was a hobo was, with leprosy was <laughs> right. one of them. Kind of like zombie-esque. Yeah, and instead of just putting makeup on a person, they turned it into like the CG, CG lopsided yep. face. Yeah. It yep. was weird. And then, <laughs> then there was one that was like the a woman headless with guy. The, oh, that, okay. And the headless guy, it was like that so easily could have, like, you, you, yeah, you yeah. could have just like elongated oh, out the torso, head. Uh, but yeah. another one is the woman with the weird eyes, the messed up face. You know, the like the Jewish kids fear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. Well, yeah, that that one to a degree. But I still think, uh, well, I, I agree with you. I would have much preferred they just did like a cool in the eighties when they had less money. Yeah, it looked <laughs> they better. They did that. It better. They would do that. And it's funny because yeah. this movie is. Well, it takes place in, in the 80s. Yeah, it takes place in the 80s, and it just evokes a sort of 80s horror kind of vibe the whole time. Well, and how great would it have been if it also evoked the kind of like mo- fun monster movie esque parts of cool 80s movies where it was like cool practical effects? Right. You if know, they would have actually embraced what cinema making was like mm-hmm. back in the 80s. And I'll actually add one more monster. The fucking it. Exactly. The clown. Me too. Because That's what I was going to say. There was like two or three scenes where it really was an actor with like, I mean, granted, it seemed like his eyes were always CG. Yes. And like his forehead was maybe CG too. Yes. But there was a couple scenes where at least he seemed more like it was really an actor portraying him. Yeah. That, I, that those scenes were like, I was actually into it. And I felt like one of those scenes was the storm drain scene. Well, that's that what seemed I was like say. it was a real actor down there. That's what I was going to say. Um, and then the the scene towards the end of the movie where he is um, he's approaching the girl. Or no, sorry, the the I forget the kids' names, and it isn't the girl. The so cast I totally fucked kid? up. Yeah, the broken arm kid. Yes, yeah. Uh, towards Eddie. the end of the movie, Eddie. Um, <laughs> it is approaching him, and. It seems much, he just seems like a much more real person. And that was actually one of the more freaky scenes to me because it just felt like, oh, fuck. Like, There's a he could really hurt thing him. Here. He could really hurt him, you know? Right. But for me, it's just eliminated when it's like exactly. this freaky, well, like, clown with, who's becoming tentacles and it like. It turns into like Harry Potter or something. Yeah, it, it I mean, was, maybe there are people out there who are like, oh, I like that. But I personally. Mm-hmm. I think I plenty of people can't. would like. It's like for it. kids. It seems like it's for kids. But the thing is, is. I agreed with you. I, I thought the same thing. The first scene when we first see... Creepy. The, it, or, you know, Pennywise or whatever. Right, yeah, Pennywise. Um, I did think that there was something, like, 
actually kind of tangible there. Totally. And when I first saw when I first saw him, I was like, oh, wait, is this a real person? But then when they kind of like reveal his whole face, there is something a little too slick about it, a little too CG. And I was like, why did they choose to make this potentially real thing like look less real? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, because he definitely mm-hmm. wasn't. It was definitely, you know, was he was portrayed by Bill Skarsgård. Right. But like. You could very clearly tell that they went in in post production exactly. and like like put this glossy sheen over. Yes, it's like you just and didn't it just have to. it didn't ruined have to. it. You didn't have yeah. to. Not only it, did you not have to, but you should not have because you ruined it. Right, and his stupid <laughs> eyes that are like googly. I actually thought I it looked silly. That. Like I thought I actually thought the clown for the most part looked more silly than it looked scary. Well, mm-hmm. no, I actually thought there was something very weird and sinister about it and kind of twisted because it had those weird like rabbit teeth, you know. It's mouth. Yeah. The, mouth. the mouth was, was like great. the key factor well, that made it weird. I li- it, there was something you said like rabbit teeth, and I liked that like, part. Yeah, like 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 animal like, but also kind of like androgynous about the character. Uh-huh. Yeah, I and like that. sort of like David Bowie, like a sexy something. No, but like Annie Lennox. I was thinking more like Prince. <laughs> Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Oh. Like he had a kind of like I don't know this kind of like funky vibe, mm-hmm. but like <laughs> well, he's a, he's a very like. You know, larger than life, kind of yeah. wild, silly. But He's kind of silly. But I thought that was like He's an interesting. He's the nuclear icon. <laughs> Watch yeah. it. Hear Baba me now, believe me later. Oh yeah, Baba Duke's out. Baba Duke's out. It is in. But I thought Baba that who? that was an interesting kind of approach to his character that they mm. chose. That they cho- chose. That they <laughs> chose. That they chose. No, but like, you know, in the original one, I remember watching it a really long time ago, and I don't remember very much about it, but it seemed like way more obviously portrayed by a male figure. Whereas in this one, I mean, I guess it was pretty clearly male, but there was something more like funky Mm. about it. (laughs) Funky. (laughs) And just kind of like, it was like happy, but scary. And I mean, I guess they really emphasize that with the music, like taking twists and turns and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I thought that, yeah, all the the other kind of like horror movie tricks that it utilized were, I was fine with. But the CGI, it mm. kind of killed it for me. Well, let's talk about the scare factor because that's a kind of point that I really want to get to. Because I do feel like this movie was marketed in a sense as terrifying. You know, I mean, would yeah. you, would you, Dylan? How did you, how did you feel I, like it was marketed? I think it was honestly. I think that it was marketed as exactly what it was, and it was up to. Mm the recipients of that marketing to determine how terrified they felt by that. Mm. And I really didn't quite understand because a lot of people seemed to look at the same things that I was seeing and say, that looks so scary. Oh my God, I'm going to have nightmares all night. Whereas I was like, this just looks like a fun movie. Yeah. Like this just looks like a popcorn blockbuster, which is exactly what I thought it was. Mm -hmm. Um, And my brother, who I like, he's my most trusted voice in horror movies. We watch mm-hmm. like every horror movie together. I did text him because he saw this today as oh, well. Cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I wanted to get like his pulse on the situation. Yeah. And he said the exact same thing that I was thinking, which is um, it was not scary, but it was fun. Yes. And it was like horror meets the Goonies. For the yeah. record, he did say well, it was, going for it was a for typo sure. and he said Gobies. I just want to point that out. <laughs> Goobers. Yeah. But the, I mean, uh, what was I going to say? I have to say that I was kind of glad that it was not as I guess I'm just. Yeah. Like I said, I'm getting older and I don't know if I'm really as into feeling scared because it really just is like stressful and in, it like causes me to have anxiety. And I kind of just want to be like relaxing, chilling, kicking it, you know, as they do. Mm-hmm. And um, but I did like that this film ended up I, when we in the beginning of the movie, I turned to Anton and I was like this is not a feel good movie because <laughs> it got like pretty dark, you know, at certain times, like with yeah. the girls scenario, like yeah. even like monsters aside, just like the, the kind of like subject matters it right. was dealing with. were like, these are like dramatically dark mm-hmm. subjects to be tackling in a, like a, a kind of campy horror movie. Yeah. Like a blockbuster. Yeah, horror yeah movie. exactly. Like, I was like, this almost feels like a Netflix, like made, <laughs> like one of these Netflix dramas, like how they did Anna Green Gables, which was fucking like yeah. horrifying. But anyway, and I was just like, I was like, this is not going to be a feel good movie. And he was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and I was like, no way. And then by the end of the movie, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it was a feel good movie because it's really like about friendship and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't think it was scary. Like, I just ultimately felt like this movie wasn't scary. It was fun. And I think that people should go into it more, I would say, expecting a fun time. And maybe I guess some people are terrified of clowns, but I didn't think. 
I, I don't <laughs> think I'm terrified of clowns, clearly. Yeah, that's so an important clown, disclaimer to add. Yeah. You are not afraid of clowns, and tons of people, myself I included, guess so. are afraid of You're clowns. You're afraid of clowns? Well, those yeah. clowns are scary in this movie. No, but they're not, though. They're, yes, they are. But they're like... They're meant to be scary, which is not scary to me. It would actually know. be more scary if it was like a little more grounded, you know? Wait, hold on a second. Why do you think that it, the character himself, Pennywise, is the clown? Is a clown. Uh, to attract children. Right. Uh, and yeah. he takes the form of their biggest fears. And Sorry, that's, I guess, pretty obvious, huh? No, because it's like, you know, I feel like he's the embodiment of the fear. Well, obviously, you know, they stated many times in this particular version. Mm-hmm. Um that Which, he's supposed to embody the fear of each child, but then his true form is that of a clown. Which is, int- I don't know, I just thought that was like, I don't know, kind of weird. Yeah, that was one area where I thought that, generally I thought they did a really good job um, of sticking to the source material. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you've read the book, right? Yes, I I feverishly worked my little werewolf eyes through all 1,100 pages of this book. Uh-huh. And I also saw the original miniseries. <laughs> um. And I love the book. Uh-huh. Um, so I think like for the most part, it did a really good job of sticking to the source material. One thing that I felt really bummed about it leaving out was specifically the fact that like the ways that it manifested itself seemed so limited in the movie mm-hmm. as opposed to the way that they were in the book. And right. of course, you know, that's like part of the fact that the book was 1100 right. pages and, and it had a lot more version, room. Yeah. yeah. But like in the, in the book, the shapes that it took were like, monsters from like popular mythology mm-hmm. that like a normal child would fear like they weren't these high concept like oh creepy woman in a painting at like in the attic or of like this kid's the dad. temple yeah or the dad i mean it does take the that shape was of the creepy dad, the, but like was creepy yeah. it takes the shape of like the creature from the black lagoon and like mm-hmm. frankenstein right and like classic monsters a werewolf yeah um plug for myself and um <laughs> I really liked that because I was like, you know, when I was a kid, I was afraid of all of like the typical. Mm-hmm. But then it's monsters. like, I well, in that sense, then what does each monster really represent for each kid individually? Like, I felt like at least in this movie, you know, the fear really was symbolic of something they were going through in their each lives. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, that yeah. was like that came to a head. So in the book, scene. do you read into that in other ways? Like, yeah, it approaches it actually from. Again, 1,100 pages, so it had a lot more room to explore it. But yeah. Like, it really added a lot more depth to each different child's experience with it and the and ways that lifestyle. it appeared to them and, like, a lot more background on their lives. Mm-hmm. Like, you got a lot more detail on Eddie, who is the hypochondriac because yeah. his mom basically has, like, Munchausen by proxy. Mm. Um And um, you got a lot more background on his life. You got a lot more background on Beverly's life. In um, Beverly's life? Dad. Oh, so the dad in the book is like abusive. Yeah, yeah. And in the book... I'm he, assuming it probably goes further, right? Beats the shit out of her. Right. Oh, he beats her. It, it seemed was, like they were actually kind of limiting it. That was what was weird to me. In the book, he didn't molest her. It was much more like... Just an abusive dad. It seemed like it's it like could volatile. go there, but that never happened. Whereas in oh. the movie, they took out the parts where he was violent with her, but yeah. then they were much more like straightforward Suggestive about like, and, he's yeah. molesting right, her. And yeah. I was like, well, that's just like odd. way darker. Yeah. Yeah. It's way darker. I was like, you did the opposite. Here. But that's what and like, it, see, in that way, that's so similar to how Netflix does stuff like about adaptation, like the way they did Anna Green Gable. Sorry to go on a side binge here, but it's the same kind of thing. They take like maybe just the hint the slightest hint of something that could have been dark and like exploded it, you know that, what I mean? Into something way darker than it actually is, you know? And well, that, like that. Uh, it also it's touches like on shock value. Yeah. That also touches on something that I wanted to bring up too, which, which is, I mean, just kind of, there was a scene that I really liked actually when it first happened, uh, where I think the girl is coming home at night or something. And then you just hear on the TV, like, go play in the sewers. It's fun. Everyone has fun playing in the sewers and it's like playing on the TV, you know, in this subtle kind of way. But I mean, you definitely hear it, but it's just like, she's not even paying attention to it. It's just like, it has kind of um, possessed the TV and is subliminally sending these kids, these messages. I was like, that's fucking cool. But then it just kind of took it to this next step that I thought was so unnecessary and kind of retroactively took out the fear, even of that initial scene Mm -hmm. by then like, there's a scene late in the film where the kind of bully kid is like 
uh, he comes home and he's about to kill his dad. And then the TV oh, yeah. is like, kill him, kill him, kill him. And it's like so just like not overbearing <laughs> and not subtle whatsoever. It was like, oh, man, I oh, yeah. so loved that scene. Like he when it was just this hint of, I don't know. I just I think that this would have I guess it's going to up. It's gonna please a lot of people. It seems like a. It seems like a. Um, Crowd pleaser. Yeah, it seemed like a Mainstream. kind of uh, uh, not networked, but like um, market. Like a. It just was constructed to appease the main to appease the masses, and so therefore, it's like the scares are very kind of like in this tame way, and there's constantly comedy. I was actually laughing a lot more in this film than I was uh, being scared at all. Mm. Like, there was maybe a couple sequences that I felt kind of tense, but for the most part, I didn't think the scary scenes were scary, and I thought the funny scenes were kind of funny. So yeah. I, I thought it was it worked better as like an action adventure comedy than it did as a horror movie to me. That was I think what that's was what it's going for. I guess yeah. so. But I guess uh, that's what I would tell people about this film is like you should go into it expecting that. Um, and then I think you'll probably have a good time at the movies. Uh, but I think someone expecting like the next terrifying film is going to be pretty disappointed by this movie. No, it is not terrifying. Right. <laughs> well, I did get a little bit scared, but only in the same way that you would get scared like going through a haunted house at not scary yeah, farm. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know like something's going to jump out There's at no, you. There's no like existential dread. No, no it's, not, not, it's like... not existential. It's just like this thing's going to jump out. Just make it happen already because yeah. I do know you it's feel coming. Like the, do you feel like the novel was scary or do you feel like this is the tone of the novel? I felt like, um, I don't know. I don't, I'm biased, first of all. Okay. I don't get scared very easily. Yeah. Um, it takes a lot to, like, find a horror movie that upsets me. Um, or a book, for that what matter. What about The Omen? I would say, no, actually, okay. no. <laughs> Maybe when I was younger. But um, I would say that the book probably did a little bit of a better job of being, like, scary mm -hmm. and genuinely presenting you with situations, at least in my case, where I felt very afraid of what the outcome was going to be mm -hmm. like it felt a lot more ruthless yeah and that was the thing in the movie um uh you know you do see and i was surprised by this in the opening scene you do see georgie get his arm ripped off right. which like as sick as the sounds i was actually very glad that they showed that mm -hmm. um cause they yeah. didn't show it in the original miniseries and right. usually when you when you stumble across a horror movie they don't take it to a place that is so. Much less a commercial movie. They mm -hmm. don't take it to like a dark place where right. it's like Especially a child that is in immediately. Peril. Yeah. yeah. No, I was imp impressed by that. I was, yeah. I was very impressed by the opening like, scene wow. and I was hooked actually. I was like, oh fuck, this is going to be like really well, fun. Yeah, this is going to no, be like a good movie. It was after that moment where I w turned to Anton I was like, this is not a field. <laughs> yeah. And especially also, also because that was immediately followed up by what I also would consider to be, um, another kind of taboo that they threw in there which is showing an animal dying on screen and of course it wasn't a real animal but it's like oh i wouldn't say that's taboo though. typically Wait, you one? don't what watch are... and like an innocent animal dying in what like a commercial happen? blockbuster Wait, like on animal? screen when when um okay. mike um when mike's grandpa oh, i think or uncle yeah makes him kill the sheep oh and oh they're, i just they're decided doing to interpret like the... that as like a branding <laughs> Oh, but are you kidding wasn't. me? What? I mean, I knew it wasn't, but I was you like, see, oh, like blood. I guess you do. Do you? No. Okay. I mean, he fires. No, because I felt like it cut away really right away. No, I felt like they see. cut to it. That was actually I remembered them no. cutting back to it. it was like that was unnecessary. Yeah, Why did you have to show that? It closed that? in on yeah. the sheep and then the blood like flying right. out of its head. It's so funny. My mind just like decided on something else. Yeah, that's so funny. And I mean, going back to that same thing later on in the movie where they run into, um, you know it as Georgie it pretended to be Georgie right. and yeah. then the older brother shoots yeah. the rod into Georgie's head and it shows it again yeah. and I'm like obviously it's not Georgie it is it yeah but like it still, but still is a showing yeah. a rod going into a five-year-old boy's head I totally agree it, it's yeah but but think, that actually been done <laughs> no it had well fir first up been I there. do <laughs> I I kind of I somewhat agree with you about kids in peril, though I do think more and more it is being done. The animals and animals dying, I think, happens in almost every horror movie. Like, really? You, Actually, I think I I feel you on that. Though. Are you kidding me? No, I mean, like, there's it seems if like you more see of a cute dog, thing. if you see a cute dog in the beginning of a horror movie, that dog is fucking dying, and it's gonna be like but the they first don't sign show that something it is actually yeah, getting exactly. the insertion of the instrument into the animal. Yeah, they don't okay. do a close in on yeah, the face. Yeah, they just as insinuate. Okay, I they guess will, you're right about like that. Like in the Babadook, even even when that 
which I think that was previously the most like immediate on screen death of an animal that I've seen in a horror movie where she like snaps the little puppy's neck at the mm-hmm. end of mm-hmm. the movie when she's yeah. possessed by the Babadook. I like mm-hmm. how the Babadook spoiler. has reentered. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Like you don't actually Babadook. see it. You see like the bottom half of the dog and then you see like you hear a snap and then you see its legs mm-hmm. go slack. But like in this, true, yeah. you see oh, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. thing. Okay. I give right. it to you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, I guess it isn't normally that in your face. Yeah. Um, Wait. But, okay. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Keep on. Okay. Well, uh, just, let's just like let me just kind of. Uh, but we re- should summarize our thoughts. Reassert like what? Why the 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 why Pennywise it is a clown and why does he only want to appeal to children? Well, I'm guessing because children are kind of like these pure creatures and somehow possess more power in that way. Or like why why not prey on the fears of adults? Because children are easier to manipulate. I guess right? Is that what it is? It's well, I don't know. I guess you might have more insight. There must the be book. some yeah. literary re- reason behind it that. It kind like, of explained it in the book. And you know what? I don't really remember the whole explanation. I do remember. <laughs> I mean, he's just that. like, to me, I just take it like he's a monster. And that's just his for, it's his choice. Like his nah, prey of choice. Like he's eating these or he's not eating, but he's like taking the souls, it seems like, of these kids. And that's no, what, he like, does eat them. Okay, he does yeah, eat them, but their bodies that. are still floating around in the I sewer and shit. I feel like it means more yeah, than that, though, because of the fact that it's, like, these very specific, cre- uh, like, situations that create that fear for them. And, like, why he would decide to write the book geared towards children rather than adults is, like, a very deliberate decision on the part of the writer. So I feel like there is an intention there. I'm just trying to dig deeper here. I mean, I'm not saying I know, but it seems like there must be. Well, spoiler alert. Fear, I don't know. (laughs) Well, yeah, but. creepier to watch kids in perilous situations. Yeah, Yeah. but I think Stephen King maybe had more of a reason for making it kids than adults. Or why not make it both kids and adults? It was. It was both. Oh, it was? So that's why they did a chapter one and a chapter two, because the original miniseries was three hours long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then they they become adults adults. later. Yeah, so, like, spoiler alert. But um, why doesn't it start out with kids and adults? It just takes the kids as adults later. Well, in the book, it's it's an interpolation. Yeah, so it goes back and forth between oh. the nineteen. It actually took place in the nineteen fifties, right? The book, they not the eighties. Yeah. yeah, so in the book, it goes back and forth between the fifties and like late fifties and the eighties. Um, but it never takes like a person who is a different age than those kids. It does. No, it does. Actually. Oh, okay, fine. It takes them when they're older. Oh yeah. no no! And when they are older, yes. the kids are older. But there are also people who aren't even the kids who get taken by it. Okay. Like, older. And well I, then, why didn't you oh, say so? <laughs> okay. We arrived there well, nonetheless. Now I feel like there's no significance. Okay. I but think we got to wrap it up. True. But um, so I will say I thought this movie was okay, and I would recommend it if you're looking more for a fun blockbuster kind of adventure film that is funny and a little scary and kind of just like a just a kind of fun time at the movies popcorn kind of thing kind of better than a lot of mainstream horror movies out there i'd say that Uh, that i've seen lately i would agree i would agree with that i guess so it's a better movie it's not scarier it's not it's a better better. movie it's a better movie (laughs) yeah but it has uh, like still, more of like a. I feel like the art direction in this one was the art direction is great, cooler than most. Well, mm-hmm. minus the CG stuff, I thought the set design, mm-hmm. I thought the cinematography. I take great. CG as a whole separate entity mm-hmm. than art direction, oh, but the God, art direction yeah. was great. Art the colors are great. The sets, the sets were the great. The wallpapers were cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I loved that green bathroom that became red, like the two like mm-hmm. opposite. I guess colors, the lighting was pretty good, effective. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, okay. Well, those are our thoughts. Our thoughts on it. Oh, those are our bits. Those are our bits. Okay. On it. <laughs> um. Thanks so much to Dylan for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, as you. I said at the beginning, he is of the band Werewolf, spelled with two V's. For oh, you're over the joke now, huh? Well, I was try. I was gonna just breeze past it, but we- here we are discussing it again. Yeah, I mean, I ain't letting you breeze. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think it's just gotta come up time and time again now. At this rate, commit <laughs> to it. Let it happen. <laughs> right. Um, and we like to end with a song here. Uh, so I was going to play a song off of um, an upcoming EP. It's their debut single uh, called Cruel Games. This is It's our debut single. Um, it just premiered um, about a, Nylon, a month right? ago in Nylon, mm-hmm. which was super exciting. Sounds great. Um, <laughs> thank you. And um, 
yeah, we're super excited about it. It's it's the first of our upcoming EP, Electric Blue, which is going to be out um, within the next couple of months, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, look out for that, everybody. Congrats. And uh, so this has been Totally Tell Me. We post new episodes every Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you dig it, share it with a friend, subscribe, leave us a rating on iTunes. Our intro music is by Laura and Anton. And uh, thanks again to Dylan for being here. Dylan Gallagher. Thank you for having oh, me. Oh, and where can people find uh, Werewolf if they want to look up Werewolf? Okay, so again, you, I mean, you have said it time and time again. Just to reiterate, you can find <laughs> Werewolf, V-V, E-R-E-V-V-O-L-F, um, on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, pretty much anywhere. Um, yeah, and there's going to be a lot more coming soon. Great. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode of Totally Tell Me. And this is Cruel Games by Werewolf.